many times have you thought about quitting your job and starting a new life? Hey, I'm Lindsay, the girl who actually did that. And now I'm on a mission to change the nine to five narrative that dreading Monday and working for the weekend is normal and acceptable. My goal is to help you see your potential beyond your credentials, gain clarity on what it means to live life on your own terms, and build the confidence to go after your dream career. I'm here to prove to you that it's possible for you to do work you love, make a positive impact on the world, make even more money than you're making right now, and live a deeply fulfilling life. So let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. So what I want to talk about today is how thinking like an accountant is holding you back. And this is actually part two because I made an episode about this, one of the first few episodes of my podcast back in the beginning of this year. And I just have some more to say about it because some things have been coming up that I didn't quite touch on in the first episode. And so here we are. Here's part two. And we're just going to dive in. So the main thing that I have noticed from being an accountant myself and talking to a lot of other accountants is that we tend to be hyper-focused on the negatives, right? And that's partially just natural as a human because your brain is always going to look for things that it needs to keep you safe from, right? So you're going to be looking for danger so that you can protect yourself if you're about to be attacked by a bear. Like it goes back to our primitive nature. And I think it's just also very much emphasized in the accounting world because we are always focusing on areas of risk, right? especially when it comes to something like starting a business. So something that cracks me up, and this has come up a couple times from talking to a few different people, including my boyfriend. So Brendan, if you're listening to this, I love you, but I'm going to have to call you out a little bit in this episode, all right? My boyfriend is also an accountant, (laughs) for those of you who might not know that. So something that comes up that I have never heard from anyone who's not an accountant, (laughs) when thinking about starting their own business or quitting their job and moving into a new industry is barriers to entry. Barriers to entry. And the term kind of gives me PTSD because it's something that I remember learning about in college. (laughs) And like, if you went to business school, you definitely learned about like Porter's Five Forces and barriers to entry and like analyzing all the risks of basically starting a business, right? And here's the thing. Yeah, there's a place for that. There's a place for understanding what challenges you might face when you are going to do something you want to do. But then there's also being hyper-focused on the reasons to not do something. Because here's the thing. There's always going to be reasons for you to not do something. Anything, anything in life that you want to do, you can choose to look at the reasons not to do it. You can choose to look at the risks. You can choose to look at the fears and the what might go wrong and be so hyper-focused on those things that you never actually do the thing. You never take action. You never go after what it is that you want and you never create the life and the business and career that you truly want and you just fucking stay stuck forever. And I don't mean, like, I don't want this episode to seem hostile 
and like me shaming anyone who thinks this way because like I said, business school accounting teaches you to think this way. So I'm not attacking you, I'm attacking this whole mindset that this fucking industry created, right? The point is, there's always gonna be reasons to not do something. How would it have benefited me to sit here and analyze the barriers to entry of starting an online fitness coaching business? Like, I can tell you that of all the things that went through my mind when I was thinking about quitting my job, the barriers to entry of becoming a fitness coach was not one of those things. Like, how would it have benefited me? Yeah, there's like a million online fitness coaches in the world right now, and there's more and more every single day. And I could have, I could have let that hold me back. I could have told myself the story of there's already so many people doing this. It'll be really hard to start my own business, especially because I have no experience in it and I've never trained anyone in person and blah, 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 blah. And all that would have done is either number one, kept me stuck in a job I hated or number two, wasted a lot of my time because I would have been going back and forth on this decision for months or possibly years until I just actually decided to do the damn thing anyways, right? So it's like being aware of the potential risks and things that might go wrong can be helpful to an extent. Like I understood that I probably wouldn't be making a ton of money if I just quit my job and started an online coaching business. And so being aware of that, I made sure I had enough money saved up when I decided to quit my job, but I didn't let it be a reason for me to not move forward. Do you see the difference there? It's like being aware of it, maybe taking some precautions against some of the risks, but not letting those things hold you back entirely from going after what you actually wanna be doing. Because what I can tell you for sure is that if I had not, if I had chosen to stay in my accounting job, I would be stuck two years later it, feeling the same exact way, knowing that accounting wasn't for me and I was meant to be doing something else, but I was too scared to actually go for it. And it's not because there are too many barriers to entry. It's not because I couldn't have stepped into my dream life and started a business and created the life that I actually wanted for myself. It would have been because I was letting my fear hold me back from doing it, but not because it wasn't possible. And it's just all about what story are you going to put more faith in, right? Like, are you going to put more faith in all the reasons why it would be hard, why it probably wouldn't work, why it's too risky? Or are you going to put your faith in the story of what if I actually made this happen? What if despite all of the reasons why it might not work, I made it happen anyway? And what if instead of looking at all the people who are doing this already and saying, well, there's no room for me, you saw the, all of those people as an example of why this is actually possible for you. Because if all of those people did it, why not you? And that really brings me into my next point, which is you are the one who is defining what's realistic for your life. You know, and I talk to a lot of people who, when I ask them what they would actually enjoy doing for their career outside of accounting, they're like, well, I have something in mind, but I don't think it's realistic, right? I want to find a job that I'd enjoy that would also bring me good money, not require me to work a million hours and burn myself out, but I can't think of anything that's realistic. But it's like, what the fuck is realistic? Like, no part of quitting my accounting job to start an online fitness coaching business with zero experience in fitness and zero experience starting a business, never mind one that's entirely online, was realistic. 
No part of that made any fucking sense. And I could have decided that it wasn't realistic and that I shouldn't do it. But instead, I just, I just decided that I was going to make it happen. I decided that it was realistic for me. And we're so conditioned to limit our view of what's realistic based on external factors, based on what degree we have, what our credentials are, what our experiences are in. But those things do not place limits on what's realistic and what's possible for you unless you let them. And I know I've talked to so many accountants who feel very restricted in where they can go next in their career because they're like, well, I have this very limited experience in this one area doing tax work. And they don't even think that it's, quote, realistic for them to just move to an industry job or move to a different type of job, even within the accounting finance space. And I'm like a girlfriend. I literally went from CPA to online fitness coach. Like, there is nothing that is unrealistic for you. You're the only one setting that restriction on yourself. And I could have sat here and told myself, my degree is in accounting. I have no experience in fitness, so I can't start an online fitness coaching business. But instead, I was like, listen, I'm going to get my personal training certification. I have a business degree. Even though I have no fucking idea how to make this happen, I know I can make it work. And I'm going to. And I just decided that it was realistic for me. And even now, I could sit here telling myself, you know, when I decided to switch from being a fitness coach to being a life coach, I could have told myself, well, yeah, there are there are life coaches out there that make six figures a year, but that's pretty unlikely for me because I don't have experience in it. I'm just starting out, blah, 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 (laughs) all the limiting beliefs, all the doubts, all the fears all over again. But how would that benefit me? It wouldn't. So instead, I decided I'm going to become a life coach and I'm going to have a six-figure business and someday a seven-figure business. Like, it's not based on logic. It's not based on what seems realistic. It's based on what I decided. It's based on just what I fucking decided I'm going to do with my life. And the thing is, you can't logic your way into an illogical life. You can't try to analyze your way into a life that is not meant to be logical. I do not want a logical life. I was living the logical life. I was following the logical, expected, traditional path, right? Of going to college, getting my degree, getting a good, stable job. And I saw my entire life flash before my eyes of like saving up money, buying a house, getting married, having kids, continuing to slowly save up money and build wealth until I'm 60 years old and can retire and enjoy my life. And I was like, fuck all of that. I do not want to have to wait until I'm 60 years old to actually fucking enjoy my life. Like that sounds like a bunch of drudgery and bullshit. And again, I have, I have to call out my boyfriend here because he has like 75 spreadsheets of tracking all these different financial things in his life, which is like, I'm not hating on spreadsheets. I'll always love a good spreadsheet. No hate to that. However, (laughs) so much of it is just based on looking at where you're at now and looking at the past. And this is something I talked about in part one of this is like, we're so focused on the past and looking at past results to predict future outcomes, right? And if you were to look at me right now and like where I'm at financially, 
and the trend of my financial situation over the past couple years as I've been building a business, it looks like there's no way in hell that I'm going to be a millionaire any time fucking soon, right? And I could sit here and tell myself that and be like, well, it's nice to dream, but it's not really realistic that you're going to be a millionaire before you're like 50, Lindsay. Like, let's just be honest. But all that's doing is limiting my view of what's possible for me, again, like we've been talking about, and buying into the story of doubt and fear and scarcity. And I'm just so not here for it. Like, when I look at those spreadsheets of projecting out like your wealth and your net worth over the next 10 years, and he's like, well, I'll probably be a millionaire in by like 2035, which that's probably not accurate at all. I'm just making this up. <laughs> but like, that sounds like fucking drudgery to me. You're telling me I'm gonna, I gotta wait 15 years to become a millionaire? Like, no, no, that is not the life I'm made for. I just know it. Like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to be a millionaire well before I am 35 years old. Like, fuck that. Fuck it all. I'm not, I'm not waiting that long to become a millionaire. And I don't care what everything in my external world looks like right now because I'm deciding that I'm going to create a seven figure business before I'm 35. Like, it's just what I've decided, not based on logic, not because it looks like that's quote realistic for me, whatever that even fucking means, but because I decided. And I actually had a moment a few months ago where I was thinking about, you know, the goals that I set for myself every month, whether it's like revenue goals, whatever it is. And I had set a really high, like completely illogical goal one month, a few months back. And I was thinking about like, how do I really get my faith behind this goal when it makes absolutely no sense? And I I can't see like how this could even remotely happen, right? And then I just, it clicked and I was like, because it's not supposed to make sense. Because I don't want a life that makes sense. I don't want a life that is like logical, slow, practical growth. It's not what I want and it's not who I am because I know that I'm just meant for like exponential, illogical growth. So of course, it's not gonna make any sense. And I just completely threw out this requirement of me needing to see the logical path of how my dreams are going to manifest in, in my reality because I can't possibly see the path because it's not logical. It's not meant to be logical. It's not supposed to make any sense. I don't have to know how it's going to happen. I just know that it is. And if you want to do something unique, if you want to break from the traditional, expected, mundane, drudgery path of getting a corporate job, then you can't use the same mindset that got you stuck in this job you hate to get you there. Because that's the mindset that got you here. It's the mindset that got you stuck in a job that you know is not meant for you. So you're not going to be able to use the same logic to get you to the life that you actually want to create for yourself. And you likely got here by ignoring your intuition and going with what felt logical. I knew even when I went into college and declared my major as accounting, that was not a decision based on what I wanted. I expected to not enjoy accounting. I always knew it wasn't this thing that I was just passionate about and really wanted to do. It just, it was what made sense. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Accounting was a logical, safe choice. And so I went with it. And all 
throughout college for those four years and then another year of grad school, I just ignored that voice that was telling me this isn't meant for me until I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so it's time to listen to your intuition because what I can tell you is that that voice is not going to go away. It's only going to get louder the more you ignore it. And so the point that I really want to make today is that it's all in your own perspective and what you are choosing to focus on. And nothing outside of you is actually limiting what's possible for you unless you are allowing it to, unless you are feeding that story and putting faith into all the reasons why you can't. It's not that I was just lucky and like happened to be interested in a career path that was quote realistic and I was just able to quit my accounting job and just move into fitness coaching without like taking any risks or having any fears or doubts. Like, no, it's just that I chose to go after what I wanted, even though it was terrifying, even though it didn't make any fucking sense. But you are the creator of your own life and you can keep living based on other people's expectations and their definition of what's realistic for you, or you can decide to go create the life you actually wanna be living. It's gonna be scary. You're gonna have a lot of doubts and fears. It's not gonna make any sense. But are you here for an extraordinary life or not? Are you called into something more or are you not? Because if you want an extraordinary life, the path to get there is not going to be logical. That's why most people are not living their dream life. Because it's going to require you to step outside your comfort zone and probably take some risks and probably do some things that your logical accounting brain is screaming at you not to do. So if you're listening to this and you're someone who's feeling stuck in your job, you know you're made for more, and you're ready to finally take action, finally make moves toward your dream life and create a life and career that you're obsessed with, then I would love to invite you into coaching. You can apply on my website, lindsayhansoncom slash apply, or you can click the link in the show notes if you're feeling called into going deep, making a change, investing in yourself, committing to your dream life, and doing the damn thing. (laughs) And you don't want to waste any more time sitting in a job that you hate. I am here for you. And if you have any questions about coaching or you don't quite feel like coaching is what you need, but you still would love to talk things through, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Lindsay M. Hansen, or if you just want to share this episode, share that you're listening. I would love for you to take a screenshot and post it on your story and tag me. And if you are an accountant, I would love to know what your thoughts are on this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. I appreciate you. I am here for you always, and I hope you have an amazing week.